respect, had to sweat just to cash checks, working from sunrise to set. Every day get challenged, no trades or talents, barely scrape by. Guitar. And play some tunes on the guitar. And be like, this is mistakes for me. And that'll be the intro. In fact, I think I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> that might be the intro to this episode. It's just you going, this is mistakes for me. <laughs> well, you can get a stock power cord and just throw it behind there. That'd be funny. Okay. Uh, welcome to part 0.5, perhaps 0.2. I don't know. It's either, it's either the first part of uh, the Mistakes Were Made episode that you're listening to now, or the second part, I'm not sure. Uh, this will be some, the first part. This will be the first part. Welcome to the Mistakes Were Made podcast. Uh, because of interesting scheduling conflicts, uh, I missed recording what was part two. <laughs> it is part two. So we're recording part one to kind of beef up, <laughs> beef up the episode. <laughs> And uh, uh, they yeah. they talk about their games and stuff, and so I figured I would talk about my games and stuff. Uh, did I talk about my game with Shenlong? Okay, my hobby. I put together Shenlong and Co. and I put them on these really cool bases and stuff. Um, like I made, I I basically used the same techniques I used back in the day to make the Masaki crew uh, with the with the tacky glue, with underpainting and uh, and bamboo toothpicks to create these bamboo shoots and things and i use these tiny ass little stones that i picked up from the dunes on my way out of michigan when i moved out have you ever been to those dunes just west of where you are on like the state border yes they're really cool quite a bit and those I don't know rocks which, i mean there's really a ton nice. of them i don't remember which one it was it was it was right as we were leaving michigan i think the ones just north of chicago yeah those are um, really cool and there's like it's it's not even like sand at the beach. It's a bunch of small pebbles. Mm-hmm. And so we spent like an hour yeah. just like digging through rocks and, and grabbing stuff. It's really pretty. Anyway, so I used a bunch of those little stones to create these sort of stones in water and bamboo shoots uh, for a bunch of models, like my Katanakas and all of Shenlong and Yamaziko and um, I think one or two of the um, ninjas that I had. I created bases for and. Uh, nice. And so I, I got to base all those things. I haven't done much painting because uh, mostly that stuff has been packed at this point. Uh, we're moving. We we signed the paperwork today uh, on Wednesday. We get the keys tomorrow on Thursday. We start moving boxes tomorrow. Uh, we also move boxes on Friday. Um, my My crew at work is going to continue working through the weekend, so we can't rely on any of them. But I am not working through the weekend because we will be moving all of our furniture on Saturday and all of our boxes on Sunday, basically. Uh, and by next week, we'll be out of our house. Like, we're hoping to basically get everything moved out over the weekend and then maybe patch and paint and do any sort of cleanup in that building early next week. We have until the 25th, but basically, that by next Friday, we need to be completely out of this apartment and completely moved into our other house. And that's load-in week for the show that we're working on and the week before tech for the show that we're working on. So it's like, I'm not going to have a ton of time to pack. And Claire has just recently been pulled in to do uh, sewing and draping yeah, and sewing a flag for... So she's putting in something like 60 hours this week. <laughs> so what Rudy's trying to say is, this might... We're not going to hear him probably for a couple weeks <laughs> i might be absent and if i am know that i'm here in spirit 
And yeah, I, and it might then, actually, and considering my schedule's only slightly less busy for the next two weeks, it, it might, might just, just be Ken by himself talking. Which you guys <laughs> would probably prefer, really. Yeah, he he's could do quite, a gremlin photo. You know what he should do is he should grab he bring a guest. Yeah, he should grab Ted. We'll figure something out. And he should try and grab Mike, and maybe we can get like a a, a gremlin so that is like all gremlins players all the time, and they just take over for a day. That'd be fun. Yeah. If you're one of those three people, yeah. send us an email. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my god. But, uh, okay. So there's a reason we're cobbling an episode together is because it's going to be tough for us to all get schedule lined up for the next few weeks so it's been a little crazy if I you hear invite... this one and you don't hear one for a couple weeks thanks for listening and keep listening please be patient and now on to Rudy's announcements uh announcements i actually we're uh the nithera campaign is going strong um yeah we we talked a little bit are... about that if you are any of the factions besides 10 thunders Basically, just go play games and choose targets at random. It's fun. It's cool. Uh, you get to sort of uh, do games, and they sort of go towards these tallies and things. Uh, if you're a Ten Thunders uh, player, check the Ten Thunders forums because we are very organized, and we want to make sure that all of our tags are going to the right place. If you're not a Ten Thunders, uh, cool. Do whatever you want, man. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get more into Nithera a little bit later. Uh, we don't have any big events coming up. I think uh, I will probably be absent for this year's, this week's month's beer lefo just because moving and tech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you are in the Portland area, yeah. if not the last Saturday of the month, it's the fourth Saturday of the month. Um, that is an important distinction. A lot of people showed up on the wrong one. That will be the 26th. I will definitely be in tech that day. Uh, but that is a week from this upcoming Saturday. The 26th of September, Beer Lefo. Be there or be there next month. Uh, it's there's also only four Saturdays in the month, so you don't have to worry about that confusion. Sometimes, sometimes there's a bit of a, next like, month though. Anyway, next so month. I, I just just because it, I know that I talked about it when I was talking to Ken, but uh, the campaign that's at Flatlands is kicked off. Uh, oh, yeah. In the episode, I was like, oh, it's like a week from Tuesday, and now it's Tuesday, or it's Wednesday now, actually. So, yeah, that was yesterday. Uh, so, just <laughs> awesome. come up there and hang out and play games, you know. We, you we started a campaign as well in Portland. <laughs> if you want to get in, we're only, we're essentially, we're doing one game a week for every week of Nythera. We're doing essentially wow. like 14 game weeks. And when we get to the last week of October, we'll be to the point where we're catching Masters. So we're only in week two right now. Uh, if you are in the Portland area and you want to join up, we play either on Tuesdays or Fridays, jump on Malifaux PDX and organize a game, and we can get you caught up quick. Uh, I, nice. Uh, a couple a couple of the games I'll be talking about momentarily were all those campaign games, and they've been a lot of fun. I'll tell you. Good times. Cool. Good times. Great oldies. Um, Speaking of games. Speaking of games. Since I playing since talking about stuff with Ken, I haven't played any games. So other than through the breach, oh yeah, our second gonna... session, which was fun. But and that's uh, on YouTube if you want to no check it out. Info. It's on Joe Cheated Fate Radio's YouTube, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, it's we fun. saved. It's pretty crazy. We saved Dal's bacon. Very long. He handcuffed a dude <laughs> with a flip. <laughs> In the next couple, if you know you get really miss Rudy's voice because he's super busy, or my voice because I'm super busy, you listen to that. Yeah, 
it's it's, it's worthwhile, man. We're on there. I don't know. I've, I've yeah. I mean, if you if you're interested in the game, it's definitely a nice way to you know get some information about it. I'm sure and. And Joe runs I don't know a hell of a doing more of those in the fu- future or not, but I bet, uh, yeah. I bet he's gonna. I think he's just gonna turn it into I a thing. Just stream them all. It'll be fun. Yeah. Why not? It's not like there's yeah. a cool. lack of space on the internet. Yeah. Internet's a big Google place. Just gives that stuff away. Yeah. It does. YouTube. All right. So, so I ran a game. Uh, I ran a couple of games. games. I played a lot of games. I played a game. I guess. It would be three weeks, three Fridays ago at this point, where I played against uh, my friend Justin, and Justin was playing. <clears throat> was it Terra again? I think it was Terra again. He's been on. A, he was on a big Terra kick for a long time there, uh, and I played my first game ever with Shenlong. I remember Assassinate was in the pool. I remember I did not take it against uh, him because. Why would you try and take assassinate against Terra? Uh, I yeah, did take deliver the message because I saw that he hadn't taken Eternal Journey, I think. And I ended up using uh, I ended up using a um, a High River Monk to do it because I was essentially I put Wandering River on Senseiu. Senseiu was able to push a Wandering River Monk six five inches and give himself focus. And then he pushed the Hiver Monk five more inches and gave the Hiver Monk fast. And then the Hiver Monk was like, cool, I'm fast. I'll zero action walk the earth for two inches and then I'll walk five inches. Nice. I saw that happening. I'll walk five inches and then I'll two action deliver the message. <laughs> so it's like they're, they're, that crew has so much mobility. It's, it, it can get really disgusting. And I'll talk about some other stuff that I did with that crew later because uh, save for Shenlong, I've basically been running one crew over and over again because that's how the campaign works. Uh, You just put all your toys on the table until you get to the point where you have some options, which is about three or four weeks in and we're about one or two weeks in. Bless you, Big Yon. I want to do that. I want to do the campaign. I need to get out there. Yeah, man. So the rest of my uh, game... For, for the last few weeks have been campaign games and they've all been great. And so uh, my, instead of telling you my lists because they've all been basically the same, I'll tell you my strategy for my lists. Uh, I started with Sensei U and I started with the low river style. And the reason I went with Sensei U was he's got a seven inch walk. Uh, he's got a one action like the captains uh, where he can push someone five inches and then gain focus instead of set them on fire. Um, and I gave him low river because low river gives him a six inch ranged heal and condition removal, which is really good. Uh, and if you throw defensive on nice. it, it can be four health and a condition removal. And you can also do that on multiple characters. So like I can defensive and then take one healing action to remove conditions and heal two on one guy and heal two on another guy at the same time. Including himself, because it's targeted ability, so he can heal himself or deal for it anyway. Uh, so his his job is basically to sort of guide the battlefield and heal and keep everybody alive, which I really like in campaign mode because living models don't have injuries. Um, so the, the less I can let my guys die, the better. 
Uh, from there, I like having in campaign, I like having models that are good at multiple things. So things that can either be scheme runners or attackers or defenders or whatever. So I ran with a Katsunaka sniper who's mostly there for board control and killing capability. Yeah. I got uh, uh, Torakage, who I am completely in love with now. Uh, it's got a six inch walk, which is great for scheme running. It's got uh, the ability to hide itself. Like if it's within the range of a model, a model another model, it's hard, to sh it's harder to shoot. And if it's by itself, yeah. it's better at attacking. And if you use rapid fire, you get to make three attacks and also push nine inches. Um, there, there's a whole lot of good wrapped up in those six points. Uh, yeah, so I grab they're, him. they're really nice. And then they give you a lot of flexibility too, like yeah. you're saying, especially in campaign. They're not like a super strike. good at any one thing, but they're really good at a lot of things. So. Yeah. He's like a deep striker and or a scheme runner because he's got that walk six. Uh, so yeah. what I've been doing basically is they run up a flank and either they move in to engage and distract or they stay move from cover to cover and uh, throw out damage where they can, but mostly just go for schemes. Uh, I grabbed a High River Monk because I love the High River Monk. They've got the zero action walk the earth. They've got an ability that lets them discard a card to um, uh, take an extra attack on the charge. So if they're just walking, they have 12 inches worth of movement. If they're walking and scheming, they have 7 inches with a scheme. And if you want to charge, you can move like 7 inches, no, 8 inches and take 3 attacks. And they've got a plus 1 burning built onto that attack at melee 6. So they can do some pretty decent damage and, and, get, some, and get some kills. Uh, and then finally, I have that's one, two, three, four, five. I have one more, and it's a Ten Thunders Brother. Ten Thunders Brother is there for uh, sort of basically rounding it out. He's only he only costs five, so he's a little cheaper than the other guys. But he's got a, a a pretty good defensive ability. When he has defensive on him, he goes up to defense seven instead of defense six. Uh, he's got a defensive trigger that says when this attack resolves, he gains defensive. So if I know I'm going to get hit once, I can throw out a book and gain defensive and go up to defensive six, or I can actually discard the card for uh, one of the one rank of defensive. A couple of times it was like I'm going to go ahead and rapid fire on him. Great. All right, I'll cheat in at 13 of books. Now I'm defensive one. All right, second attack. I'm at defense seven. You're at made like five, et cetera, et cetera. I think I ended up with uh, four defensive stacks on him by the end of that. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's a nice trigger. Uh, and then he also has a zero action that has all kinds of cool stuff. Like on a crow, he turns into a Waldegeist. Uh, on a ram, he can either heal or do some card cycling. On a mask, he can place. I've been using the mask to place one a lot because he can place within three and then walk five and then take a scheme. So he also can move eight and take a scheme marker. Um so all of these guys are really good secondary scheme runners. All of these guys are pretty good in combat. All of these guys are pretty tough and resilient. Um, and Sensei use job is to speed them up at the beginning of the game and keep them alive through the mid game. But I realized after week one that I didn't have a lot of real dedicated killing potential except for with the Katsunaka. And if someone's good at positioning, the Katsunaka can be shut down relatively effectively. Or if there's like a lure on the table, he, he gets threatened easily so my first purchase at the end of week one was a lone swordsman and 
that is another model that I have now officially fallen in love with because damn. Um, my first game. Do you have a Lone Swordsman model? I've been using I've been using a Vicky of Blood. Nice, because she's oh. the loneliest swordsman. Um, I also don't have a Ten Thunders brother because they're only out in metal. Yeah, I don't have those either. I need. Um, I want them. So I've been using a tailor as that basically. Yeah. Because uh, she's got the big hammer like that one Ten Thunders brother. They're my two crossdressers. The Ten Thunders brother and the Lone Swordsman <laughs> are both being yeah. played by yep. proxy ladies. Uh, cool. Uh, so my first game was against. Um, Chris, our Arcanist player, and uh, I actually ran a demo game with this list against uh, Ed. So never mind. My first game with this list, which wasn't actually a campaign game, was against Ed. And Ed ran a bunch of rats and Nyx and a Killjoy. And the job and the and the the purpose of it was to do a first turn after you're done activating Killjoy delivery system. And I'll tell you that it works. It works very well. Essentially, he uses the obedient wretch and a bunch of other stuff to just sort of mill all your activations, and then a rat king sacrifices, and then another rat king, or then the catcher and the rat do a bunch of stuff, and then eventually there's a rat that gains reactivate, moves twice, and places himself right next to your master on turn one, and then kill and then dies. So Killjoy comes out. It's rough. It's real rough. Wait, uh, this, the, the, this was the demo game, right? This is the demo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this right. was the this was a he was running a he was running a campaign list I was running a campaign list we were basically just testing our campaign list out. Um, neither of us changed anything from that week to this week. But this person uh, is a new player. Someone just gave him this list or what? Oh no, he's good. He's a solid player. Then who was demoing who? Not, we were demoing our lists. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were giving this person a demo, and he just came up with this disgusting list. No, 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 no. He's and a he's a big he's a big uh, okay. outcast player. He played Vicky's a lot. He played Levy a little bit. He played. Right, he started right. playing. That makes way more sense then. It's yeah. <laughs> um, a really weird demo crew that you gave this person, Rudy. <laughs> no, it's evil. This is an evil list. Yeah. Uh, Josh got like to play it. against it last night, and he was like, "I did not have fun in this game." <laughs> it's a list that I know that I don't usually like to play. And Dan was sort of commenting about this the other day too. He's like, "Rudy doesn't usually like to play the nail lists," which is true. Maybe I should maybe I should give it a go and surprise him. Anyway, so that game ended because uh, essentially Killjoy ended up right next to my guy, and I defended because he had no cards in hand and he couldn't onslaught. Yeah. And then I spent the rest of the game uh, pushing him five inches back into this forest, and then sort of positioning away so he couldn't charge me. So he would reposition off his stuff so he wouldn't charge his own things, and then move Killjoy back. And then I would push him back into the forest and move a little bit, and then he'd come back. And it was just like this game of cat and mouse. And every time that he pushed away, I shot him with the Katsunaka sniper a couple times. And it was just like, push, bang, bang, move, 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 push, bang, bang, move, 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 until finally the um, it, he almost got me. Had I not been able to prevent as well as I did or heal myself with uh, my upgrade, he would have killed him and gotten assassinated, whatever. I ended up winning the game. Uh, it didn't count for Nithera because the Nithera campaign hadn't started. We hadn't started an actual campaign. Uh, I squeaked out a win and, and, uh, and it was like, all right, proof of concept. We're moving forward with this list. My next game was against an Arcanist. It was uh, he was playing a gunsmith, a large arachnid, a metal gammon, the captain, 
with his airburst, uh, with the um, patron's blessing and something else, something else, something else. Um, and he beat me right the hell up uh, just because he was able to get the captain uh, into an area where he was doing a lot of a lot of oomph. A lot of my attacks were doing little to no damage, either because he was flipping like a champion or I didn't have the good cards in hand to, to make attacks go off. Or when I were, they were doing like super sub-minimal damage and he was preventing and yada, yada, yada. And then whenever he was getting attacks off, he was double flipping moderates on negative twists and just, oh, what do you need? What do I need to kill you? Five? All right, my moderates are five. Dead. Um, it was it was really, really painful. Uh, I had two injuries that game. One of them I flipped a two and one of them I flipped a five and we didn't have the rule book and I was like, whatever, that's fine. And I didn't have the, the one or the two to cheat anyway, so I just let it go. Uh, so I have an injury on my Torakage, which is big head, which means he technically costs one more stone than he ought to. So he's a seven stone Torakage, mm. and he's still worth it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, seven soul stone Torakage? Yeah, still technically worth it. Uh, so my and second game with this list was against someone who hadn't gotten their campaign game in, so I couldn't actually get script or anything from it. Um, but he needed to get a game in, and I'm, uh, I like to play Malifo. And so I played against him. He was running, uh, this is Justin. Justin was running, oh, uh, man, what was his, his leader is, what are the, what are the outcast options? Oh, he's running Rusty Alice. He's running yeah. Rusty Alice. Uh, That's oh, God. One. His list is gross. He's running Rusty Alice, uh, two Ronin, uh, Hans, and something and everything on his board has disguised so nothing can be charged oh that's fun i like Except that rusty alice doesn't have disguise she has snares she has snares yeah which says you can't better. interchange with three except if i have my uh if i have my ten thunders brother use his zero action to give him four inch range he can charge only rusty alice yeah him and the uh, waldegeists can charge her yeah if there's a forest. Oh, so uh, the the game against Chris was also a um, uh, was also a uh, actually you can't charge with the wall guys because when they charge the forest goes away unless they end inside of a forest in which case they could kind of yeah it's a yeah, weird there's one. another forest. um so uh, <laughs> they the the game against Chris was a loss for the ten thunders I felt really bad I think I was the defender I was the defender uh, second game. I was the defender again against Outcast. He was attacking Nythera. Um, uh, he he ran that list, and I think we ended up tying, but only just barely. Like it was it was a scrap all the way out for every single point. It was, it was a very difficult game, but a very fun game. Um, he and I. He he says he he likes to say that I'm a better player than him. I don't know if it's true. Uh, but he always says that he learns things from playing against me. He, he always feels like he's getting better when he plays against me, um, which I, I like feeling that about myself. I like feeling like I make people better players. Um, also, I know that every game I play, I get a little better regardless of the, the quality of the player I'm playing against. You always learn a little something, right? Uh, yeah. So uh, that game was, was difficult. My, the, basically, the very next day, 
uh, I went and we played again uh, because it was the new week. And so he and I played again uh, for the week one, week two game. Uh, he played Rusty Alice again. I played the same list. He added a uh, Oiren to his list <laughs> for, the, for the weekly update, which oh. also has Disguised. Yeah. And gives him some lure so he can pull people out of cover and shoot the shit at him with Rusty Alice. He also gave yeah. Rusty Alice paired so she can now shoot at a positive twist. Wow, that's nice. That's pretty ugly. Uh, my pickup for the choice. week was I didn't get any upgrades. I didn't get any uh, bounties, but I picked up a lone swordsman. Um, and uh, I used her, it, him uh, to, to great quality in both of my games this week. Basically, I played four campaign games, but I only got credit for two of them. Um, but I ran, yeah. in with, uh, I ran in with the lone swordsman, and I had a one in my hand. And I, at the end of turn one, I was like, okay, Lone Swordsman, Wander the Earth, uh, double walk. First activation, turn two. Activate Lone Swordsman, double walk, engage Rusty Alice, you shall not see another sunrise. And he sat there and tried to punch me to death. Got Black Choke on his first one. Uh, hit me for a couple damage on the second one. Hit me for severe on the third one, but took me to my heart to kill. And I activated the Lone Swordsman and delivered the message. <laughs> uh, and then the Lone Swordman died, and I uh, flipped a one for it. Um, this is a very close game. Uh, basically, what ended up happening was he shorted himself on movement in the first couple of rounds, so he couldn't quite get across the center line and place a ski marker somewhere for um, uh, uh, plant evidence. evidence. Yeah. And I was able to get full points for that and full points for protect territory. And I think I went for one. I got one head marker. What? You got you got the full for deliver and then full for protect territory. Uh, cool. And then I got one for headhunter, and he got two for headhunter. And I think it ended up going. He got two for that, two for protect territory, and none for. No, oh, it was like seven four. It ended up being seven four. Um, mm -hmm. It was a good game. Uh, I won at their uh, what is that? Crescent Falls. Crescent Falls. And then I played a game last night against my good friend Ellie, who is uh, Josh of Through the Breaches' significant other. Uh, she was playing a Neverborn list. She, I, I helped her put together her list in week one and then didn't play against it because she played against Josh. And then I helped her make her purchase for uh, week two also. Basically, I helped her logic get out. She's running Widow Weaver with uh, two tots, uh, an alp, and a stitch together, and handbag. Her hope is that she's able to get to uh, the Dreamer. She wants to play the Dreamer. Okay. Nice. Uh, and her mm. hire for week two was um, Lily Two for the cool. Whip and the Lure. And yeah. uh, this game was another interesting one where we were doing Reconnoiter, which or Reckoning, which is hard to do with only six models on the table each. Uh, with, I think I took protect territory and assassinate, 
and she took breakthrough. No, she took unannounced line in the sand and protect territory, which was weird. I would have gone the other way on that. Yeah. I would have gone announced line in the sand and unannounced protect territory, but whatever. Um, uh, I shot at someone with a sniper, and then the sniper sort of got pulled in, and then I moved forward with my uh, swords person. The swords person got a little pulled in, and basically on turn two, I charged Widow Weaver with my swords person and whiffed, just whiffed and whiffed and whiffed. And then on my second, on the turn two, activation one was, I'm gonna activate my Lone Swordsman. I'm already engaged with your master. I'll take one action to attack you. I'll do severe damage somehow. You're down to four wounds. All I need to do is moderate to win, to beat you. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and um, drop, you shall not see another sunrise. Second attack. If I miss this attack, I've got a whole other reactivation to try and kill you. Killed it on the next attack. Um, so then uh, she charges in with Lilitu. I use zero action walk the earth to get walk the earth to get out of engagement. Charge something else. Kill something else. Guilt reckoning. Um, it ended up being something like seven three or eight three. I got two points for reckoning overall and three points for both my strats or schemes and went eight three with it. Um, the Swordsman was a very good purchase, I think. Yeah, he seems really good in the low Soulstone games because he's giving you the opportunity for extra AP a lot. Oh, yeah. Which is good. And he's, he's strong. He's got a good sword. He can kill yeah. people. Yeah, and sounded like what you needed. In my first game with him, the one that counted that I got to get, a, that I did a barter flip with, I got, yeah. uh, oh, Berserk? She gives them a positive twist to attack flips. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, yeah. So those have been my games, basically. Uh, I'm excited nice. to get to play more Masters. Like, I think the, the way that we're supposed to be doing this is we're supposed to get one game of campaign in, and then if you get another game in during the week, you just want to do, like, a 50 Soulstone Master list or whatever. But for the most part, yeah. if I've been playing more than once a week, it's been because I've got someone who... Needs yeah, to fill exactly. in. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm actually going to get a week uh, a game in next week because I won't be able to go this Friday. I'll be moving. I won't be able to go this next Tuesday because I'll be busy with tech. So maybe next Friday, which will be week four of the of the Nithera campaign. Yeah, I'm going to be struggling to get one in as well. Mm. I'm hoping I can get up for at least a campaign game or meet someone for one maybe. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a shorter game. Thirty-five soul stones. I do you want to talk about? Though. Do you want to talk about who you're who you're <laughs> playing in the in the campaign? No, I don't even or know. Not, not the campaign, the uh, the event. Who you've signed oh, up for? Oh yeah, I mentioned I'm playing Neverborn. We I've talked about my first game. I played against uh, Drew from Monroe. He was playing nice. Guild. I talked about it with Ken when you were uh, right. absent. Pretty. I mean, yeah. I yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> no, it's fine. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, I was honestly so cooking, and I went, we, "Oh shit, we were supposed to do a podcast." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, so why don't we uh, jump right into that here, and sure. then uh, we'll come back with a little outro from that. Excellent. All right. So here's Al and Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy's gonna edit this. I don't know. He might edit it into like the middle and do his own intro, but we'll find out. Yeah. I'll actually listen to this one.
totally fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So welcome to uh, Mistakes Were Made, uh, Malifold Podcast. Uh, it's tonight. It's just uh, myself, Alan, and uh, we have Ken. And Rudy is uh, absent. We can't find him. So. MIA. We don't know where he is. He might come in later in the episode. We might have him record something with Ken another time. But uh, we played some games, and we figured we'd chat about those while we uh, are both available. Yeah. So. Cool. Let's yeah, let's uh, give it a go. Let's start our cheated fates radio hag. On mistakes are made. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> do that. So, uh, do we want to go hobby first? I guess yeah. Yeah, let's see. Let's just do hobby. Um, I haven't really, I haven't done too much. I've still been just touching up some models. Um, I have started painting up fingers because i think i'm gonna use him uh in the campaign at uh at flatland so he's starting to get some work on him and uh i've been helping a couple of my buddies assemble some of uh some boxes that they picked up a Lilith box and a uh um, ramos box so that's about it for hobby for me though yeah I, I've assembled a few things. I haven't touched paint, though. I just got uh, my Molly box that I got a while ago assembled, and then the uh, Dark Carnival assembled. So. Oh, nice. How did you look out with your mannequins? Any broken swords? Nope. Or, no, they were just fine. So. Oh, awesome. They're all together. I'm, I'm probably going to end up magnetizing the bases and getting like a metal thing rather than a bag because they are so spindly. Right. Just yeah. Staff. A couple of the guys up at Flatlands had those, and I was like, "That's pretty cool. I'm gonna do that for uh, for that crew specifically, just because they're so delicate. There's a bunch of little weird parts." So, yeah, I saw. Yeah, those things look super fragile. Like even the the one performer, he's holding up the the dumbbells and stuff. I, I think that that doesn't look uh, very sturdy at all. Yeah, so that's the plan for that in terms of basing. Nice. Heavy duty magnets and put them in there, so that'll be good. I've seen cases like that, and they're they're really nice. Mm-hmm. A little, they can be a little heavier, but I mean, your models don't yeah. move around at all. So it's something where I might do it for like my my favorites and just you know make a small case and yeah, you know, more for my just a few things in there, not everything, so it's not super heavy. Right. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it for the hobby. I haven't really got too much else. Work starting to kick up for me, so it's a little hectic. I did uh, get some terrain back from Joe from Gen Con stuff. Oh, cool, London, so cool. We'll have that going forward. That'll be nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Start growing our small collection over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So that's hobby. Rudy probably painted something. He's not here to talk about it, so. No, <laughs> We'll go on to announcements. Sure. So last time we were on, I announced the tournament for October 17th, and then it was brought up by the community that, that I had committed, that me and, well, Joe, when he picked the date, had committed a cardinal sin of planning for uh, October in Michigan, and by putting it on the same day as the Michigan-Michigan State uh, college football game, Oh boy! 
So there was an outcry from the community, and it got changed to uh, October 10th. It got moved okay. up a week. Cool. Uh, to not interfere with uh, special holidays for football fans. So yeah, yeah. I'd imagine like, yeah, there's a few like Michigan holidays, you know, like Michigan Michigan State games, uh, opening day of deer hunting season. You just don't mess with those. Yeah, it was, it's always that thing when you're scheduling something in that time. You got to look it up. And me and him and the guys at the store weren't really thinking about it when we were talking about it because it was still August. You know, like <laughs> right. You're like, yeah. But no, so it's October 10th. I think Joe posted something on the forums finally. It's got a name and everything, so check it out. Cool, cool. Yeah. More details to come. Haven't seen also, that yet, but yeah. I'll have to take a look at it. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know if there's any rule. I didn't even look at it. I just saw a link to it. But uh, also, the campaign starts a week from t uh, Tuesday. So uh, Tuesday, October, no. September, what month is it? <laughs> uh, <it's> September. <laughs> Tuesday, September something. Uh, yeah. Week from the 8th, whichever that is. <laughs> a week from today. <laughs> but yeah, this isn't going to get posted today. <laughs> uh, so, 9th? 13th? That sounds right. right. <laughs> um, anyway, so that'll be at Flatlands. If you live in Michigan, go play in it. I'm hoping I'll be able to make it out, but yeah. I'm not holding my breath. Okay, yeah, I'd like to make it out to some of these events up in Flatland. It's kind of tough, but um, there's definitely something I'm interested in. Uh, it's Tuesday the 15th. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that'll be fun as well. Cool, cool. Um, anything else on your end? I've got a couple. Or... No, yeah, I think that's it. Um, uh, Don McCormick, uh, uh, Sassy Lady, 1970 on Twitter, asked me to plug a tournament for her that she's having um, on October 10th. Um, it's a fixed master event uh, to wrap up their six-week campaign. So, and then one other one, uh, Mace, which is uh, November 13th through the 15th in Charlotte. Um, that's gonna they're gonna have their first Malifaux event there. Um, they're doing Henchman Hardcore on Friday night, uh, Story Encounter Saturday, and then another Hardcore on Sunday. So it sounds like just like a nice, fun event to just go and get some good games in. Nice. Yeah. Well, it, it is competing with uh, Joe and uh, my tournaments. So, uh... Well, they're pretty far <laughs> away. So I think if that's... you live in you know West Virginia, you're going to have to make a choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Southern Ohio. State. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I hope, I mean, she's been having some good turnouts on those events. So hopefully that trend continues. Yeah. Hoping that ours can grow. We've, we've had good ones in the past, but the last few have been a little light. So a little more lead time on this one. Try and get it a little bigger would be good. Yeah. I'm going to, um, I'm definitely trying to talk to some of my buddies. I know they just started, but I think the campaign would be a fun way for them to get into it. Um, yeah. And it'd be, you know, just to learn the mechanics and stuff and look at some cool, cool new rules. So, well, and it's um, being fall and with the worldwide event kicking off, uh, we actually had 13 people last Tuesday, a week ago. Oh wow! It was Thirteen. It was it was a good number. It might have been nine. It was 
I don't remember that I was I started playing early and my game went pretty long so I like there are people wandering in and out playing but I wasn't paying that close of attention gotcha but it was a good number it was better than we've seen in a while so that was very good that's cool yeah that's I I really want to get a campaign game and I was hoping I'd be able to get one in with you but if you're gonna be out of town that won't uh, that won't be happening so maybe I'll just have to show up at Flatland yeah well the Facebook group right or that's the way to find games yeah Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to plug is that, I don't know, I mean, this is all local stuff to Detroit area, but I'm still going to plug it. But uh, John, I don't know his last name, but he's been playing in the area for a while. He's actually starting to push a Thursday night at Pandemonium games. So, Oh, okay, cool. Check that out if you, yeah. That might be another opportunity for you to go out. I mean, it's a bit of a drive still, but not any worse than Flatlands. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so nice. that'll be another day for Malifaux. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's uh, announcements, and I guess we'll talk about games. Yeah. So I've had just a game with you <laughs> since the last time uh, right. we did this. So I had, talk about I, had, I had two games, so why don't I talk about my other one first? Yeah, yeah. Just briefly. It was the first campaign of the – or game of the worldwide campaign. It was on the kickoff day. I played against – I always get it mixed up. It's either, I, I want to say it's Drew. It's Drew. It is Drew. Okay. And he was playing Guild. I was like, I was, I would say, want to say Don, but Don is someone else and it was not him. So, but against Drew, he's one of uh, the guys from Monroe area. They came out for the big kickoff day uh, and he was playing Guild. And I was playing uh, Neverborn still. That's what I'm playing for the campaign. And uh, I stuck with Pandora for another game, despite uh, my last experience with her. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, Pandora versus Lucius, the Neverborn traitor. So oh, wow. I was attacking him and uh, managed to, to uh, beat him. So that was good. But yeah, it was a real close game. He had Lucius. Uh, he didn't really bring any Neverborn. He brought a lot of the guild minions. Uh, I brought Pandora with. Uh, I, I don't remember everything, but I, the the key models were Candy and uh, Widow Weaver, and the Doppelganger. Uh, we had Spring the Trap, which we both took. Uh, I took Distract, and he took uh, Protect. No. Oh, uh, yeah, protect territory. So uh, he got full points for spring the trap with Lucius, due to me being kind of aggressive with Pandora and him, you know, just well, he lots of key markers. So easy. yeah, he had yeah. He also had an Ostringer, so it was yeah. He got a lot of scheme markers down, and it. We, I could have avoided it maybe, but it would have been really tough. And then I got two points for it, thanks to the doppelganger being able to drop when engaged. Uh, and having less models than him, so that was good. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, uh, my crew really started to click on turn like three and four, and I got a bit of a lead on, on models. I started murdering stuff. I killed most of his minions. He was left with Lucius and a uh, the Ostringer in the backfield who kind of got neutralized just by, you know, being one of the only models left. And then... Uh, what was it? A, a hunter on the other side that was doing some work. 
but he was uh, going for the protect territory with Lucius. Uh, I had Tan in there to help sort of stop it. The doppelganger was still there stopping it, and Candy was still over there. So I managed to deny protect territory. Nice. Uh, and then the strat was, which strat was it? Oh, it was Reckoning. So it was all about killing, and Pandora managed to do a lot of work on that, taking out some minions. So between her and, uh, what was it else? I guess I had a little bit, of, I think it was mainly her. I also had uh, Tannen, who did some work, like, combined with the Sorrows. So, you know, he's casting his willpower resist thing and, you know, does minimum damage. And then this takes they take two from the Sorrows and, you know, Minions don't really hold up well too quickly to that, so. No, definitely not. Yeah, I managed to get three points, I think, for Reckoning. Two for Spring the Trap and uh, a Distract. I think I got three. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, Reckoning's a tough strategy for me. I always just kind of tend to focus on my schemes on that one. Mm-hmm. Congrats, though. Win for Neverborn Filth. I don't know who yeah. I would have been rooting for in that game. Guild Filth or Neverborn Filth. Well, it was he actually pointed out that he he had some tricks that didn't that it, it was weird because we called the game, you know, he was like, Okay, and then after we called the game and like ten minutes later he was like, Oh, but I could have made Lucius turn that scheme marker, but then I was like the other thing was I had like three models that hadn't activated and could have, you know, easily swarmed him to deny for protect territory anyway. So Right. It was one of those. It was a really close game, and you know, at the end, it was, you know, it's after it's already been decided. It's kind of hard to go back and say. Actually, he had already submitted it, so it was like, oh, oh <laughs> right yeah, yeah. So it was like, I'm like, oh. really too late. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, and I had activations left, so it's not like, you know, if 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 we had both remembered it, it would have been a different thing, you know. Yeah, I could have easily just been like, oh, I'll activate ten and he'll walk over there, and I'll activate doppelganger and she'll walk over there, you know. But it was a fun game. It's always fun playing against uh, Drew. I th- yeah, I played him a- just a few times, but he's he's a good guy. Nice. And he actually knows Pandora very well, so it was interesting playing against him. He was one of the first people to really focus on killing the Widow Weaver, like hardcore. So yeah, I was uh, I was a bit off caught off guard by that because usually people are you know they they go after a little bit, but he was just all about killing the widow weaver so <laughs> well i mean after i mean we'll get to it but i don't i don't blame him at all <laughs> yeah, definitely all right so that was that game and then i guess uh yeah we just played each other that was probably almost two weeks ago now uh i think it was yeah two weeks ago mm-hmm. we... yeah yeah two weeks but, ago uh, um we had um guard the stash and in the pool was breakthrough, bodyguard, spring the trap, pow- and power ritual, uh, standard deployment. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with brewmaster. <laughs> I took um, I took brewmaster with binge, apprentice Wesley, Bert with dirty, che- yeah, Bert with dirty cheater. No, no, fingers with dirty cheater. Yeah, it was fingers. Yeah, uh, Maris, a Rooster Rider, a Slop Hauler, and Trixie Bell. Oh, the Rooster Rider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My list was uh, Pandora, 
the Widow Weaver. Oh man, again, I didn't record this because you had. I know I had Widow Weaver. Oh, you have my list. (laughs) Uh, Widow Weaver, Doppelganger, Candy, Tannen, a Sorrow, two sorrows, two sorrows, yeah, and And, uh, a puke snake. Primordial magic. Primordial magic. Yes. Um, Yeah. That's seven. Did I get everything? That sounds about right. <laughs> sure. I don't we'll, think we'll I have anything else. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds pretty standard. There's not a lot of room left over for after that, so with various upgrades. So, uh, yeah, I know I took the. I did not take the paralyzed upgrade, or no, I did on on Pandora. So you did, but we yeah. just forgot about it all the time. I think I used it a couple times, but oh, did you? Was, okay. Uh, I didn't. I, yeah, it's. I know there were a that's few things right. in that game that, like, I think at the end of every turn, you're like, "Oh, I have upgrades." Um, yeah, yeah, there was. That was the one I did. I did remember the other one was the one, like the one that it's the one that when you take an interact, you have to do a duel. I kept right. playing that one. And then there's there was another upgrade. It was I don't I don't remember which one it was, but I, I did forget that one. So yeah, it was. Uh, we had, you know, it was quite and, the games. Yeah, Brewmaster versus Pandora is gonna be a slog. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This game took us a it long time. Hours, it was at least, yeah, um, just a lot of auras, a lot of willpower shenanigans oh, yes. happening. Um, yeah, but it was a good game though, regardless. Um, it was yeah. uh, pretty close. I took. Um, I took Bodyguard on Fingers, which worked out pretty well, um, and Spring the Trap. I got uh, I got full points for both of those. Um, yeah. And then did I get denied two points? I think for this. No, I think it was nine. You got you got three for the strat. Oh, yeah, you just missed out on the six. last turn. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, I I took Spring the Trap and Breakthrough. Yes. And yeah, the yeah, it was it was uh, a bit of a rough game, but right. Uh, I mean, fun all the time. Yeah, there were many mistakes. I know that <laughs> there were many mistakes. Yeah, we both. I like. Yeah, I think we were both pretty tired, but just like really wanted to play and took us forever yeah. to get set up and started finally. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, the game. There was a lot of interesting things that happened. Like I had a turn one rooster rider charge and kill primordial magic and a sorrow. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, because that kind of that was like you. Those were like your breakthrough, like your flank models. I think, or uh, at least the primordial magic, maybe or. No, it, the Primordial Magic is really good for Spring the Trap. I mean, that would have been where he would have come in. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But uh, he could have done Breakthrough, but probably for Spring the Trap. But the more what it did was it just it really tamped, it tamped down on my sorrows, like my Misery Bubble. Right. Brewmaster, I feel like the Misery Bubble would have been a lot more useful. Like, it would have been very useful to have that third, third sorrow in there. Yeah, definitely. Being able to get... Uh, and also being able to throw out paralyze with them is good. So it, it would have been nice to be able to uh, get the three wounds every time you lose a willpower duel, 
that was one of the things I, re- I realized, obviously, uh, with the game. One of Pen- Pandora's biggest weakness against Brewmaster is that a lot of your stuff doesn't have a damage track. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so I was getting around attacks. a lot of those. Uh, yeah. The two-minute attacks require you, you know, to steal it. So if you are within six, you can still deal a damage from them losing the willpower duel, but you can't... Uh, or, I mean, uh, you can't make me hit myself, you know. Yeah, exactly. You don't get that damage. I'm just gonna poison myself. Fingers, yeah, exactly. Poison well, no, itself. but the way it works is it's just the damage. It's not any of the other effects. Oh, right. So. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so you don't even get poison. It's just yeah. yeah, nothing. You get the one damage for misery, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, so it's Mar- like it's, even Maris's attack too. Yeah, exactly. Burning, no damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I realized about Pino. It's like she's so good against stuff like Killjoy, where it's like, oh. I kill Joy. I'm yeah. gonna hit you with your own cleaver, and now you're dead. It's really easy, but as soon as you get something that doesn't have a damage track, it's like, uh, I guess I'll just try and paralyze you a bunch. <laughs> yeah. It's um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was an interesting game. I, um, Trixie made it super easy for me to score, uh, spring the trap. I just kept, you yeah, know, definitely just toting some scheme markers around with her and. Fingers, I forgot to remove your other scheme markers like I should have been able to do. <laughs> like, just like yeah. you laid one down with Widow Weaver. I'm like, oh no, he's going to get some points for springing the trap. And then I don't think I did anything with fingers except like maybe move him or heal something. And I could have just yeah. like swapped that out and then made it that much easier for me to score for spring the trap. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I didn't, you know, I've, I've only played a couple games against Brewmaster and never with the spring the trap. So I wasn't really familiar. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Spring the Trap, but I don't think I'd take it against him in the future. It's just really tough to get the right. Uh I probably would have been better off with like Bodyguard, I guess. But yeah, I, don't, I wasn't doing a lot of killing that game. You were. Yeah. I feel like after, 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 I got rid, after I got rid of the Rooster Rider. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I was sort of just slowly pulling your models down, but I couldn't do it quick enough because, uh, like, like I said, the Misery Bubble got taken down and I can't go after your big pieces because uh, the, you know they don't have damage tracks so it's just right really tough. yeah and then I think I was pretty effectively holding Pandora and candy at least in or around the brewmaster bubble even if I wasn't even if they weren't in the drinking contest um, yeah. with the poison count so high on them even Wesley at minus three cast can get can pretty consistently get um, get swill onto your models, so it was just like, yeah, it was tough for you to like get out and really. Yeah, I had a couple of good pushes. Going. I was trying to get the Widow Weaver in position to to uh, throw you know Brewmaster into some webs, but I couldn't get that quite lined up. Yeah, I couldn't get the angle right, and uh, couldn't get you close enough. I couldn't, you know, it was just the positioning wasn't quite right because she's got. Her ability could really mess with Brewmaster quite a bit. Yeah, and just being able- yeah, and the, I mean, you did hit it, hit him with it once, but I repositioned around that piece of terrain, and yeah, I and did it, it like, early. Yeah, and then I was I was waiting for it really, like I I was trying to keep some high cards in my hand, but the uh-huh. you know the willpower being dropped constantly with the web markers was really irritating <laughs> to deal with. Yeah. Um, and Tannen, good lord. I yeah, Tandon really don't like <laughs> in that crew. He's just so hard. He just makes everything more difficult. 
Yeah, I mean, for, for your opponent. that no cheat or is just just super nasty. I mean, you think like, okay, I want to keep this card in my hand, so I'll just discard this other one. But then you can't use the good one that you kept because you've only got one card left, so you can't. Yep. It, yeah, it was. No, um, he's uh, he's really really nasty. I've been fun big <laughs> him for a while. Yeah, since like since playing Mizaki, I think was when I first started playing him and really enjoying him. He's got some some fun stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's I'm trying to I'm gonna get Lucius out again soon because I still have some games I want to play with him, and uh, Tannen's definitely in those lists now. Like when I first was playing Lucius, I don't know if he made the cut, partially because he's an enforcer, but he's just so good. Like yeah, it, it's weird with Lucius because you want all the minions, but He's he is a real nice piece for him. Also with the obey masters, just being able to obey him to put up chatty and sit there with me of thirteen all turn with chatty aura. Yeah, that's really, really nice. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. you need to get rid of him, but how badly do you want it? Because it's it's not easy, you know. No, you have to get some good flips or you know just waste a ton of cards. Yeah, which is why I really liked him with Mizaki because it's you know as soon as you start. Pitching cards against Mizaki, you're losing the game. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, because yeah, she's gonna just gonna come in and assassinate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you just if you get down below like four cards in hand, it's gonna be tough to not die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was a that was a good game though. Um, yeah, and it was a nine six. You said right? I think it was nine six. Yeah, I got most of the points. I think I got. You got two for three, spring the trap. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think I got and a, four for uh, guard the stash. I got all the strat points. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, because you were trying to. How did I get? Oh, I I just put a bunch of burning on the doppelganger so that you can. Yeah, you know, trying to make yeah, something she was happen. Going with her. for breakthrough, but then she got yeah she got lit on fire too much and died. Yeah, mm -hmm. and she got but, stuck behind a uh, behind the guard the stash marker. Yeah, exactly. She, I was going for breakthrough, and then you lit her on fire so badly that she died. But but I couldn't. Uh, I also meant I couldn't come. I was like in a weird position where I couldn't come back and get help, and I could or help, and I couldn't go forward either because I was gonna die anyway. So it was like, uh, I'll just stand here and burn to death. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, it was is a key is really good too. So. Yeah. Gonna get her down. I feel like I kind of wasted um, some of my, like I I kept Bert back a little bit, and I think I should have pushed him into the combat with Pandora when she was at negative flips and at like defense four or whatever. Yeah, she um, he could have easily taken her out at that point. I was just, yeah. I mean, other than me getting really lucky and flipping like a red Joker on defense, and then being able to push out like he would have been able to kill her. So right. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a it was a fun game. But I think both of us agreed not one not a matchup that we wanted to do again for a while. <laughs> On a regular basis. <laughs> so was, we always used to joke when uh, I first got Pandora and I wasn't really playing her, but Miles played Brewmaster. It's like, well, if we ever do that, it's just we're just gonna pretend like it didn't happen and put all our models away and reflip and. <laughs> yeah, I think that definitely needs to happen next time. <laughs> yeah. Because there's some people that are fun to play against Brewmaster, but Pandora is not one of them, and it's just yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to. I love playing Seamus against Brewmaster, 
that was my favorite. Whenever Seamus I... was brutal against, <laughs> I played against, I played against Dan. Yeah, he was using Seamus with, um, yeah, just with some bells, and he brought a a free corpse trap trapper to the sniper, <laughs> and it nice. just it didn't. Uh, I think I think that game was over at about turn two, so. <laughs> Yeah. The movement shenanigans are really important against him. Like Pandora being able to push out when she did on like a t- I think on turn two or three she got that I think it was turn three she got a push out of the yes. aura that kept her from getting all negatives and being destroyed. Yeah. Well it kept her out of it let her actually yeah. take actions. Yeah, exactly. So, um that was key. Yeah, that was definitely something as soon as that happened, uh, I instead of focusing on like putting poison on you, like in the beginning to start the activation, it was like, okay, get her on negative flips first because Mm -hmm. then you can, yeah, then you can load up the poison. But yeah, that, that game definitely made me think a lot about every single action that I was doing. (laughs) Yep. I know it was really good. So that was my, that was my third game with Pandora, and then I played the fourth one versus Drew. So nice. So just one more then. One more to five. I originally said okay. So this is where this is where it comes down to on the the challenge. I know <laughs> that Ken's new, and it's you know this was our original thing. Was this I was going to play ten games with every master, but now Rudy's like, oh, I've played five with everybody almost, and it's like I'm like five is really easy, and I I want to say that like I think what's going to happen is I'm going to keep working on my ten games, but I'm not. We're not going to like focus on as much you know like gotcha we'll, we'll, we'll see you know if, if when when i finish one i might like mention it but it's gonna be you know i've played almost five games with every masters if i was doing five i would have i think one game left i just have to play a game with lucius and i'd be done or one with pandora and one with lucius so yeah well and but, two, i mean it's gonna be tough with the campaign now because you're gonna be locked in you're gonna want to be yeah exactly just playing the single faction so yeah, well, I have a lot of, I do have, you know, I haven't played, I have a lot of Neverborn I haven't played a ton with, but I want to play Zoraida again is the, the problem, too. Like, I played against Joe with Zoraida, and I was like, it's just fun, and I want to do that again. <laughs> I would, uh, so. yeah, I've definitely been looking at Zoraida a lot more uh, from a gremlin standpoint, but I just, I want those rooster riders to come out first. <laughs> She's so fun. Yeah, she and, just uh, seems like she can just do so much stuff, you know? Repositioning and making your big beaters even better. Yeah. yeah. She's got a lot of, a lot of, just, just, she's enjoyable to play. I don't know what how else to say it. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing her some more. I'm, I'm going to play Lucius. I'm, I, I didn't really love Lucius in the games I played with him, but. I'm gonna try him again and see if I can find something to like about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he then seems, yeah, he seems like he's kind of tough to. I don't know. He's got a lot of weird. How long did you start? Oh God. Oh man. <laughs> Look, it oh, it's over. You, you missed it. What? <laughs> Wasn't that great? I love those guys. Those guys talk so good about the games that they play. I love it. Uh. I do really like those gentlemen. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be on a podcast with them. That's for sure. Well, you you know what we played, right? And that we deserved everything, right? What? 
because we we played Pandora versus Brewmaster, and that's what we were just. Talking I about. yeah no I I heard that that was one of the weirdest <laughs> games terrible. that had ever been played ever, and I love that it was. <laughs> I love that it existed. Did, did, Especially we for talked Pandora. About guys, um, Brewmaster versus Brewmaster. And I'll tell you, that game yeah. goes to Gremlin Brewmaster because you can bring Trixie Bell, and Trixie Bell lets you cheat initiative. Yeah, Trixie Bell is really good. And that is how you win See, had, with Brewmaster is you win initiative every turn. If you can do that, it's yeah, exactly. locked in. It's fine. Though, if you had had yeah, yeah. the doppelganger... Which I did. We both what? were trying to oh cheat. God. I just couldn't get... <laughs> I couldn't get the high cards a lot. That's fantastic. Or it didn't matter because I was already screwed. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, I was going to just say one more thing about it. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but it was like. Oh, what was it? It was so random. I did mention it when we were talking to Ken, but the, the hardest part about being Pandora is that none of Brewmaster's attacks do damage. <laughs> so if you're two best attacks. Oh like, my gosh, you can't use Insider anything. Funny. You lost a willpower duel. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it was a good it was a good experience. I'm glad I can say I did that. So the question <laughs> is, is if you if you were ever at the table and someone and you're doing Neverborn and someone says they're playing Gremlins, do you think that you're gonna go shy away from Pandora because of the concern of playing Brewmaster? No. Right on. Cool. I, think I probably wouldn't pick her because. I feel like there's better options probably in Neverborn against Gremlins. I mean, the, the 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 fact that they're squishy and fast means that they are a good mirror match for Neverborn. You just need somebody that is more killy than them, and a lot of times yeah. you can you can outreach them with you know your Nakimas and your Lilitus and your Liliths. Yeah, would be fun. I should get her. So Ooh, what? There's a segue into the campaign. Perfect. Yeah. Who do you who, who, you think you want to go after Lilith? Potentially, I don't know. She's cool. I want to get her, so uh, it wouldn't be a bad choice. What what henchmen do you have available to you for starting? Well, I have Hungering Darkness. You got Huggy Juju. Uh, do you want to go? No. Do you want to go to Lynch? No, one hundred percent. Don't take Hungering Darkness then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yes, hungering darkness into Lilith. <laughs> Except I think that here's the thing. So long as Jacob Lynch isn't your master, I think that one of the rules is anything that's anything that's in your armory is a legal hire. That's pretty cool. So if you go with hungering darkness, so long as you continue to pay the whatever 10, 11 soul stones for him, you can continue to hire him. I'm not certain about that. I, I will want someone to fact check me on it. But it sounds I'm not gonna do that anyway. Right? I don't um, want to play Hunger and Darkness for that many weeks. That's fair. Especially because you can't put uh, Rising Sun on anybody else. Yeah. Except Jacob Lynch. So really, it would be... I think it's between... In Neverborn, I have Juju, and I have Widow Weaver, and I have Candy. Do you have your Barbaros? Cool. I do have my Barbaros proxy. That's true. I did make a Barbaros proxy, which I could do. Here's why I love I the it's... idea of a Barbaros lead. If you want to go to Lilith, Barbaros is great. If you want to go to Pandora, Barbaros is great. If you yeah, want to go to, who else do you own? Zoraida? Barbaros is okay. I mean, it makes yeah. another hurdle for them to have to jump through in order to get to attacking oh, yeah. Zoraida. 
Um, and he's got decent attacks. If you want to go to Lucius. Lucius. Nothing. Bar- Barbaros is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to go to Lucius. I don't think I'm aiming for Lucius. I, I don't. So. Um, Widow Weaver would be good with Pandora. Where's Arida? I feel like she could do work. She could, yeah. She wouldn't be so much yeah. great with, with Lilith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that I would I would lean just because I think Joe is doing Widow Weaver for the campaign. I'd probably want to go with Barbaros or Juju. Uh, Juju is – I think Juju is a weak leader. I think he's a hell of a, a master. Like I, I mean, a, a henchman. Yeah. I just don't know if he if, – I don't know if he's got the ability to lead. Well, yeah, I, and he's not quick. Like, he's – can do it with Zoraida and mm-hmm. with Lilith because Lilith can move stuff around to him. Zoraida can make him walk and bring nurses to juice him up. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the best tricks with you know with Zoraida yeah. is like. And the uh, other crazy you, thing about or is walk six. Yeah. Well, and the other crazy thing about nurse with with uh, Barbaros would be if he if he starts engaged with somebody, sure he doesn't get as nimble. But if he makes an attack and kills something, he can still take his pushes and get out of yeah. range of things. Um, yeah. I like Barbaros. He's good. Uh, that's probably my starter. And there's some really solid upgrades, too. If you actually want to do Nephilim, he's he's a great like rapid growth target. The trick is I don't have anything except for like one tot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tot and him. Probably so. <laughs> um yeah, but well, I I could pick up the Nephilim box, and if I'm getting Lilith anyway, I mean I could just I I really can't, but I <laughs> I shouldn't. I could, but uh, I could, ship I could also go in. What? Yeah, your 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 shipping skills are suspect. Shush, shush. <laughs> but uh, I've been busy. So I think <laughs> I would probably. I do. Barbaros is good. Widow Weaver's good. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is, how does Barbaros do in a non-grow list as a leader? You know? I look. I think that his his nimble makes him really fast. Anything with nimble is yeah. going to be able to do cool stuff. He's got the ability to move, move what eight inches and still place a ski marker. Um, mm-hmm. His challenge can keep things that you don't want to get injuries safe, like keeping something nearby him and then dropping the challenge or can can help. Yeah, crank that up. Um, you don't have to worry about his thing, but if you grab the Nephilim Gladius thing, you can use that to deny a lot of strategies. Like, oh, you're coming in for turf war. I'll just go ahead and move in at the end of the turn and push everybody out and deny you points. Um, he's got he's he's like a really well-rounded piece in that he is survivable and potentially killy and a really good control piece. Yeah, he he is, and I think I mean I feel like he can do all right without the grow. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a nice addition. And if you want to go into like Alps, or if you want to get a Widow Weaver later, or even hire a Widow Weaver as not the the master, then that's you know true. throwing down web markers to keep you from being able to uh, uh, pass challenge auras is great. I, I've I've used them at the same time before, and it's a nice pairing. Yeah, but also really protect the Widow Weaver quite a bit too, which is good. Also, Arso, Barbaros is really good at being upgraded. Like, campaign upgrades are going to be great for him because 
if you can give him, you know, hard to wound or regeneration or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. He's going to make him go crazy. Uh, one thing to be aware of, though, is, is the black blood and just to be careful with the putting friendly models nearby him if they don't have black blood. Yep. Especially stitched together. Yeah. That's true. Although the voodoo down there him is fun. <laughs> yep. I had that happen in my game versus Joe a couple weeks ago when he was playing Zoraida. <laughs> and he, he hemmed the uh, Barbaros. And I was just like, well, I really need the voodoo doll to be dead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I will so, you, so you hit the, the voodoo doll. The voodoo doll takes three damage. And and then you take three damage and black blood. So you deal him one damage. So you take one damage and black blood. Yep. And it's just something you like that. just take six damage and then the voodoo doll's dead. <laughs> I think I pinged it with something else so that Barbaros wouldn't be hemmed anymore and was not I think it broke engagement too. Like I didn't have to worry about trying to disengage. Oh yeah. Which I mean not that I think I would have had too much trouble, but just in case. Realistically, you could have shot into melee and hit either of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and either way, it was one of those ones where either way I uh it actually ended up being really good because Barbaros later needed to die because I, I think he had distract on him or something. Stupid. I was like, well, I better just kill him. And they had three wounds left, so it was super easy. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I'll have to look at some of the... I have to, I have to look at the campaign like upgrades again. Yeah. But yeah, Barbaros sounds like a good choice because he could be flexible and go into a couple different masters. Like, That's why really, with... he could go into three. That is why I went with Sensei U over like a gang or something, because being able to take yeah. Sensei U and go, well, I'm going to go ahead and move into Lucas McCabe. I'm already good. I'm going to go ahead and go into. Uh, actually, that's another interesting conversation point is where I, what master I hope to get. Um, yeah, we, we shooting for. When I first started, I was like, I'm going to go right into Shenlong, because I just got Shenlong and I'm super excited to play him, and learn him and stuff. Um, and then I was like, well. If I throw in Lucas McCabe, then I can use Lucas McCabe. Essentially, since he has the ability to copy a zero action off a friendly master. So the question yeah. is, who has a fun zero action to use? I used him in a brewmaster game, and it was awesome in that you can use it and double up so long as they're within range of the uh, one on, the, on a one on a round on the house ability. They have to pass... Mm -hmm drinking contest twice or take that ability um and if you do a lucas mccabe then like he can pass uh mccabe can pass him uh uh badge of speed push him four inches he can take a nimble for seven inches he can use his push to push someone else he can use the zero action to give someone the badge of speed and push them five inches and then they can use a nimble like it it ramps up that um, upgrade sharing game uh, nice. kind of a lot and then yeah, I was like fun. or I could go with uh, I mean I always want to play more Mayfang but I was like well there's not really a reason to go you into Mayfang except you can potentially push Mayfang twice and give her fast so you push her like 10 inches and she gains fast and then her four actions just turn into so many actions with all those combos. I think I'm going to save that for <clears throat> But the one that I'm actually, I think I'm going to end up going for is I was like, 
Maybe I want to play a Jacob Lynch because I only have a couple Jan games to play with him. No, I don't even own Jan Lowe. Uh <laughs> Maybe I want to play Jacob Lynch. Curveball. Because yeah. if I grab Jacob Lynch, apparently the rules say somewhere that if you if you have a master and the master's giving you certain hiring rules, then you don't have to do. Essentially, you get Hungering Darkness for free. What? Um, when when Jacob Lynch becomes your master, then he gains his can can hire darkened abilities, and cool. the Hungering Darkness is darkened, and he costs zero stones. So you have to buy him for zero script. Yes. He is yeah, a hire. You pay hire, his script. Do you on. get negative five, so you get five back. No, you get you that that would be a waste of your first hire. But okay, so what you would do probably do is on the week you hire Jacob Lynch, you say, "Well, I have to pay ten soul stones. I'm going to go ahead and subtract five from that. I'm going to play five soul stones to get Jacob Lynch, and I'm going to get Hunger and Darkness for free." That sounds all right. Sounds pretty all right. Yeah, I think and I'm then, just going to play uh, whatever. What should I play into Jacob Lynch? Because this sounds really good. <laughs> Barbaros. <laughs> yeah, Barbaros wouldn't be bad. <laughs> because if you throw Barbaros as your front man and then Jacob Lynch comes in behind, then oh, yeah. you've got Challenge Aura up. It does solve some Lynch problems. Yeah, it does. The other cool thing about that combination, that in my funny. opinion, would be you can, like, my favorite thing about playing Jacob Lynch is, is Expert Cheater. There's just something yeah. about being able to to cheat face down and and yep, it's nice such a mind fuck. I love it. Okay, my favorite um, things are woke up with a hand and Mulligan because I love drawing cards. The crazy thing about <laughs> Sensei Yu with Mulligan is you know how uh, if you discard aces, you mm -hmm. get them back so long as it's on your turn and not uh, Jacob Lynch yeah. doing it. So Mulligan, when I first read that ability, I was like, I can totally Mulligan. And then discard two aces and then draw them back and draw two cards. They actually uh, saw that in the playtesting. This is why I'm a fan of playtesting. Because someone did that. And they were like, okay, uh, on his zero action, it should say any cards discarded this way are shuffled into your deck instead. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like you if you take Mulligan and you use aces, you just lose the aces. They go back into the deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. like if you have a red joker in your hand and you want it back in your deck... <laughs> <laughs> that seems poor. That it'd seems be, like a poor choice. It'd be an interesting way to do it, but you'd be like, "All yeah. right, I'm gonna go ahead and shuffle this red joker back in, and uh, it's gonna no, come back later." Get up to superior deck. Get up to a straight flip and cheat the red joker in, and then shuffle because you discard the aces, so it's back in your deck. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. Yeah, you use the red joker and then use the shuffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, you don't shuffle your discard. Yeah, that sounds fun. Anyway, yeah, it's and it's, I do need to play. I do need to play uh, Lynch some more. I haven't played I have, in a long time. So. I've already got three models that are all really good at using the aces. So like I can use an ace with my Torakage to do the the rapid fire push yeah. nine move without losing and a card. Ten Thunder Brothers are awesome. I can use the Ten Thunders Brother to use a zero action to gain whatever the effect of the ace I have is. I can use the mm -hmm. discarded card to get an extra attack on charge for the um, High River Monk. Like I've got a lot of yep. use for that. Um, uh, ace find my tots because they're good with Lynch. Yeah, they are. If you get that mask, oh. And then uh, so yeah. Lynch is Lynch is coming, and he's gonna he's bringing the might of the Ten Thunders with him. It's gonna be great. Excited. Yeah, the the Neverborn might. You mean Ten Thunders? 
I don't get to bring. Oh, my! I think my. I think next week my purchase is going to be an illuminated and a bounty. Oh yeah, as I was wondering, like why no illuminated? Oh, I'm getting one. It's next because the because for the same cost I can get a lone really swordsman. Yeah, but illuminated, man. Yeah, it's next. I'm telling you. All right. Brill Shaper are going to be really gross when they have. Or sorry, yeah, I guess it's like, really, I guess you got Brill like Shaper with regeneration and uh, 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 yeah. uh, stones on the river, the heal. So you can just keep those things up yeah. indefinitely. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, uh, you know, I guess it's the doppelganger versus illuminated argument, too. Yeah. Awesome. Or the Lily 2 versus uh, illuminated. No, no, that's not really much of an argument, is it? No. That's no, it's just illuminated. No, but the but Lolito has the set yeah, the cast seven illuminated. lure. Cast seven I'm lure. Illuminated. Cast seven lure. That's like an inferior lure to a four stone minion. Just gonna throw that out there. What? Or a five soul stone minion. What? <laughs> Who's your five soul stone minion? Oh, bells? That doesn't count. <laughs> Not in Neverborn. <laughs> you can get a beckoner, but the beckoner costs oh wait, seven soul stones. Yeah, that's definitely not an option. <laughs> oh, beckoners, you crazy kids! You could get uh, graves for one more. That's true. I think graves might be on my list too or, because I think a graves with, with a, one. I more. think I think a <laughs> graves a graves with uh, you with his pushing shenanigans to give like man. If I could at the end of one turn give a swordsman fast. Then push him around with Graves, make him take his action while fast, then push him around with Sensei Yu and give him fast and get two actions where he's both fast. And, oh, it'd be gross. Okay. I think I need to be done because I'm the getting duck. excited. The duck. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Mistakes Were Made podcast with uh, me and Rudy. You can, uh, I'm going to do the thing live because I don't think I have it. So. You can email us at our Gmail uh, address or uh, on Twitter, at the Twitter. Our Gmail address is and, at and, or mwmpodcast at gmail.com. It's been a while since we've had to do this. mwmpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at mwmpodcast. You can also get Al at, at Al4317 or yeah. me at at R or mwmrudy. That's way easier. Trust me. Try that one first. Or Ken on his at, at Beer Sensei. Man, you've remembered all that stuff. I don't even remember so my own Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> and he's anyway. and he, I think he's MWM Swervy. I think I he did he, change it. I don't know. Change it. I think it's funny. So yeah, that's our anyway. Show. Or you can find me and Rudy in various dark rooms. That's true. For the next two weeks. <laughs> also, we'll watch our Through the Breach campaign, which was fun to play. Yeah, that'd be fun. It, it focuses around uh, Alan's character, Buckskin. Bill yeah. Buckskin. Wild, wild Bill Buckskin. All right. Buckskin. Now you got to sing the outro like you did the intro. You're telling me that it's done. Or I can be the bee in your body, your best friend forever. Two peas in a pot flocking like birds of a feather. And you never have a need to beg, work, or steal. If all this sounds worth it, then let's make a deal. All you want in life for the price of your soul. All the money you can fold, power that you can hold, I'll put you in control. Only if you're down to roll down the
these train tracks tonight. But where are we gonna go? Sit the man of respect and sweat. It's a cat's text, working from sunrise to set. Every day here. So you'll be free.